Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first in their covered wagons. They find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but we'll showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to your tech podcast. This is your host, Juliette Lamar, and today I have a lady power team on the line. I have Zia Wirth. She is the co-founder and CSO of TrueZone.com, and I have Treza Truda, who is also the other co-founder and the CEO. Hello, ladies, and welcome. Hi. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Hello. Thank you so much for having us. Of course. Of course. So you guys are a little power team, which I love. Go, ladies. Um, tell me a little <laughs> bit about your company. Sure. So um, the company is called Chosen, and in Chinese it's Tulzan. And essentially when people travel these days, there's so much noise, so many review sites um, when they're trying to find things to basically do. So on-the-ground services and experiences when they travel. And so we want to actually cut out that noise um, and personalize experiences and services to the millennial independent traveler. So, for example, everyone's got their own style, right? Um, I like soy lattes. Zia likes art. So if we're landing in a new city, we'd be matching Zia with something to do in the art space and we'd be matching me with a cool, hidden um, laneway cafe where I can get my soy lattes. So we just really want to highly personalize travel for the independent millennial traveler. Excellent. And so is this an app that we would download on our phone or how would this work? Yes. Yeah, so um, currently we're an app that you download, um, but we are releasing 
uh, a web version of the platform pretty soon. So we'll be platform agnostic. And then I guess the other thing to add is um, is that we're currently building out our um, cryptocurrency-driven loyalty platform, um, which is is to basically engage our um, our target audience a lot greater, to allow brands to engage with them, but also um, decentralize that loyalty a little bit and and allow our users to take back the power uh, from their uh, from the sort of centralized loyalty systems. For instance. I mean, a really perfect example is today I got an email to say um, I had uh, however many thousand American airline points and they were going to expire next month. Uh, and, you know, there's there's lots of use cases where that's a problem and people, you know, people lose out on loyalty, whereas what we're trying to do with the CZN is that people can earn loyalty all the way all around the world and that lives on. It's not just, you know, it expires in 18 months or um, something like that. So... That's what we're doing with the loyalty program. Yeah, I hate that when you you buy something like a gift card and it expires. Like that's that's so crazy. <laughs> it's just yeah, it's late. So um, so that's part of what we're doing with the with the cryptocurrency. Um, and and then I guess underneath that is the is the blockchain tech that we've that we've built all our inventory on, which also helps us to uh, weed out those kind of uh, fake fake transactions, fake reviews. So that's another that's another point to the uh, personalizing and, and making sure that people are getting trusted uh, experiences. Exactly. So on the app and soon to be on the, the website, people who are traveling to a certain area will enter in the area they're in and then their personalized suggestions will pop up. Is that, am I understand that correctly? That, yeah, that's right. And so what we do is we use artificial intelligence, data science um, to match them to a particular uh, thing. And what we do is... Uh, you know they can they can search for what they want, but then we can also just make suggestions for them, and they'll get two or three, uh, well three or four choices, and we give them the best match for them, and then they'll have a couple of other matches that they can uh, scroll through. But what we aim to do is really narrow that down to what we think is going to be the best thing for them. How how does the AI um, learn what my preferences are? Yeah, so it is it's there's a couple of different ways. So. Um, initially, um, it depends on how you sign up. So if you sign up, we might ask for a few permissions from a social channel if you sign up through a social channel. Um, but if you choose to sign up through email, then we'll probably ask you a few questions at the beginning um, just to understand you a bit better. Um, and then obviously, the more you use it, the better we get, uh, the better we get uh, at that. But we also, we also are very contextual. So we don't just kind of personalize on the side of the user. We also look at the data from the particular experiences and providers. So, you know, for instance, a certain uh, experience in Sydney that we think is quite similar to an experience in Bangkok, for instance, will know that those link up. So if, uh, if a, a particular user fits a particular user profile and they've used uh, they've used something in Sydney, then we can match them to a similar thing in Bangkok. And then we look at That's other contextual so cool. data. So, yeah, and we look at other contextual data as well. So things like events that are particularly happening that might uh, affect uh, the uh, experience, the weather, all of that kind of stuff we look at. So it's a complete kind of data picture that we use to match the user. That's excellent, because my next question was, you know, how does this service, it just sounds like Yelp or TripAdvisor, but actually it is it's really tracking me and kind of making decisions on my behalf in regards to, you know, weather. If if I'm doing an outdoor activity, it might suggest 
you know, moving that to a different day that might be sunny. Is that a clear understanding right. what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we really try and na- we really try and narrow in. And you know, like Yale, you know, Yale for Supervisor, uh, they've got their place. They're great, but um, what you know, they're not. They're also not subjective. So, oh, sorry, they're 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 very subjective. So that means that that if um, you know, I might write a review after I've um, gone there, and I don't know, there was some screaming kids, or you know, something like that. And, and there's, there's there's different things where people are bothered by different um, aspects, right? Whereas if you're if you're the, a type of person that is, you know, an adventurer, you might be fine with a certain experience, whereas somebody who's a bit more reserved won't be. And so when when you're reading reviews on the Yelp or TripAdvisor, you have to trawl through a lot of different reviews, and they're not um, they're not contextual to you. They're not um, they're not necessarily relevant to you. Um, and on top of that, a lot of them will probably be fake. So so that's where we come in, where we're really trying to narrow that in and um, make it super easy. You know, you can spend hours, and in fact, we've got data from our Chinese customers that they spend like up to nine days looking, planning, and researching. Uh, for their trips and so yeah wow. I mean, that's a lot of time right mm-hmm. and just just to add to that you know we've had a lot of feedback that um, whilst those types of websites are great resources people are actually just crippled by indecision and they want to be told what to do they want something they want a product that knows them well enough to say yeah you'll enjoy this and they're like okay I'll try it um, we've even had experiences on like you know leisure trips with friends where we've been in Vietnam prior to our product being created and we've all sat there just like trawling sites and going what are we going to do today and it was like one o'clock by the time we left the house and it's like half the day's gone <laughs> um, and so you know people we're really really trying to eliminate this whole sort of like indecision and too much noise um, across the web. No that's excellent I'm thinking reflecting on my own experiences with Yelp and TripAdvisor and and some of my favorite restaurants have, you know, three stars where if I hadn't have yep. just gone there before checking the review, I might not have gone. And now they're one of my favorite restaurants I go to like once a week or um, right. you know, like I'm in a different country. Yeah, if I'm in a different country, you have no idea what to do. And I think a lot of times when travelers go to third world countries, especially like Indonesia and Mexico and everything, there's so many good places to go. But maybe people are afraid and yep. having a resource that gives you personalized data like you might not like this because you don't like water so don't do this thing because you're gonna have a bad day (laughs) you're saving vacation no exactly that's exactly it you know you you gave a perfect example it's like you know i might like i might like really spicy food and uh and so i'll I'll be happy with a place that serves really spicy food but you know some other people might not and that's a perfect example you know it's like oh they've they've got three stars but again that's a lot of um that's a lot of uh subjective stuff and so it's really important to contextualize it and a lot of people leave reviews either when they're very happy or very angry it's hard to find reviews that are just so it was good <laughs> exactly Definitely. No, that's exactly right. That's exactly right because people are not motivated to do that unless they've got an extreme extreme view. That's exactly right. So tell us a little bit more about your your rewards program and about the coins that you're using and how people get coins and all of that. Should I take that sure. through so a little bit and then you add to it? Or do you want yeah, to take that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so essentially, I think I mentioned before that we're – We've put our inventory on the blockchain, so uh, that was a business decision 
um, for us, which allowed us to um, kind of uh, more efficiently transact with our providers, essentially. Um, and then uh, from that, we realized that we could actually build this out, um, a, a, a loyalty program using a cryptocurrency. And what that's allowing um, us to do is reward our users wherever they are all over the world. Um, it's also going to drive, um, we've got a lot of stuff planned for the future, which is going to help drive the community around the cryptocurrency as well. So people are going to be able to um, create travel challenges for each other. Um, they're going to be able to use travel pools. Um, and brands are going to be able to plug in. Um, brands and, and, and providers are going to be able to plug into that loyalty system and create custom events so they can attract uh, they can attract our users using uh, CZN as a as a driver for that. So, for instance, you know, if we were to uh, work with a, I don't know, like a a travel brand, they could uh, they could say, okay, well, you can complete this travel challenge uh, and you'll earn X amount of CZN, right? Um, or they might um, they might say. Uh, there might be a provider that, that wants to reward people for coming to uh, to their particular experience or or whatever, and they can they can plug that in easily. So it's not necessarily all centralised. It's it's allow we're allowing people to plug in as as and when. And essentially, just to add to that too, so there's a lot of like great loyalty programs out there, and different brands have um, loyalty already, but a lot of them are sort of archaic models and not really appealing to the independent millennial traveller. Yeah. And so we're actually trying to reinvent that and make loyalty appeal to essentially people our age um, and our customer base. Um, because too many times, I guess, we've spoken to a lot of brands that do have, they've got a database, but they're just like, we don't really know how to engage with the millennials, you know, um, and what can we offer them to appeal to them at this point in time in travel because there's so much noise. And so we're taking a lot of traditional brands and starting to work with them um, and incorporate them in our loyalty program, which is really exciting for them because it gives them access to millennial travellers. And it's awesome for us because then we get to have some big brands on board um, that, you know, uh, that we get to help reinvigorate, I guess, as well. Absolutely. And I feel as a millennial traveller, a lot of millennials nowadays are travelling alone. We, you know, we'd like to travel with our friends, yeah. but a lot of people take solo trips. And so I think you mentioned sure. uh, travel challenges. What would be like a yeah. travel yeah. challenge? And would that bring people together? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I think, you know, when I was talking before about the personalization, so what we've been doing sort of quietly in the background is, is creating what we call um, user cohorts, but in the in the front it's going to be called like your travel squad, essentially, right? So you'll be you'll you I, I gave the example of an adventurer before, so you know you'll have a group of people that travel like you, and you'll be able to interact with those people uh, as a driver through the CCN. So for instance, um, we have we're, work, we're starting to work with a lot of influencers, and we've identified these influencers um, as particular you know, uh, as, as belonging to these particular travel squads. So you'll be able to interact with them. Um, you'll be able to get tips off them, uh, things like that, through uh, through the CZN. And we're building that as a kind of real community um, around around the world. And that's part of what we're doing with the, with the CZN, essentially. Um, so, yeah, you, that's, that's, that's and absolutely that a part of it. And it's, I guess just... To talk about the travel challenge. So, for instance, if somebody because she always talks over me. I'm just joking. <laughs> oh, 
but you know, so, Continue, so for instance, say somebody wants to um, say somebody wants to say, hey, um, I just climbed um, this particular, like you know, I just climbed the thousand steps in Victoria uh, in this amount of time. Could you do it? And then you, and so like, there's this like little gamification that you can do with travellers that are like you, um, and you guys can like. Uh, you know, earn and exchange CZN as, as you do that. So that's an example of a travel challenge. So people can set peer-to-peer travel challenges. We may set travel challenges for people and then brands can set them as well. So there's lots of exciting things that people can kind of interact with. That's fantastic. I mean, this makes me excited and, and it feels less um, solidary. You know, you're traveling and you're you're not really alone. Yes, totally. I think that's the whole thing that um, we'll be able to build out a community because, like you said, there's a lot more millennials that are traveling solo and sometimes it is isolating. So it'd be cool if you're like, hey, this person just did the thousand steps yesterday. I did too. Um, you know, they might meet for a beer offline. Like, And it's just really mm-hmm. creating that, that community around travel um, and just, yeah, appealing more to the millennials, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. I love that. So where do you see... You already have so many cool things happening within the company. What are some of the? I know you've got other ideas. What are some of the things on the horizon? <laughs> um, I think yeah, a huge so. focus for us this uh, this year is to continue to build out our tech, um, the blockchain, and also we are looking at expanding to some different places. So currently, we're in 22 cities across um, Asia and Australia, and we're looking to expand to Europe. Um, pretty quickly, hopefully by the end of this year. So I'd say tech is a focus, um, expansion in terms of destinations, so we're available across the globe essentially. Um, and a big thing for us, like also just from a consumer behaviour point of view and being able to serve people what they want is essentially we want to get to like predictive, um, predictive recommendations or predictive purchasing within sort of the next 12 to 18 months. We see that as a really big thing. So I'll give you an example. I am currently at an airport flying to Sydney um, and I need to get my hair done for a media interview when I get there. Um, And we want to be able to know that about me and then actually have that booked in already based on my previous behaviours with Chosen. Um, And so there's situations like that that I think we can actually get to like predictive purchasing, which would be pretty cool if we knew every single customer that well. That's a big aim for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then and then I think the other thing is, as we mentioned before, is building out that community drive uh, driven through the driven through the cryptocurrency. I mean, we've got things like um, we're slowly starting to work with um, like particular sort of special access things as well around the world. So, um, for example, people who who are a member of of the community and own CZN. We'll be able to get access to members clubs in London, in Singapore, in Hong Kong that they otherwise wouldn't be able to get access to if they were um, just, you know, popping into the city for a few days because they'd have to be a member. Um, so things like that are happening. Um, and we're, there's a there's a kind of uh, cool sort of I don't know if you you probably would have heard of Crypto Kitties, right? Mm-mm. No, I'm sure. I'm sure you would have. So um, we're 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 looking. So we're looking at doing something kind of exciting with like a, a sort of a digital travel sort of um, packages that live on the blockchain, like limited travel packages. We're working with people um, that uh, with brands that we're going to try and get to do these sort of limited um, travel things that people trade. So that's kind of like another 
um, it's like another sort of, I guess, uh, driver for the for the for the for the currency and also driver for the Really, the list wow. goes on. We could speak to you all day about how we want to take this thing. I love it. I'm so stoked that I'm not going to have to make as many decisions moving forward. You know, like you love the, you know, I think that people, sure. they they want, they want variety and they want choices, but ultimately we want to save time. And if I'm oh, trying to exactly. figure out what to eat for dinner, yeah, if I'm trying to figure out what to eat for dinner, whether it's at home or abroad, or I'm trying to figure out where to get my hair done or what clothes to buy, I was I love all the choices and I want to make the decision, but ultimately it comes down to how busy I am and what is going to suit my needs and give me the satisfaction that I want, like meeting my expectations. So this is yeah, so exciting, sure. <laughs> so exciting. Right, <laughs> I'm glad you will use it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and just giving you the the confidence to know there's other people out there with similar mindsets and similar tastes that you could potentially meet up with or even just follow a map it's very it, it ignites that explorer spirit within all of us right for sure. exactly. I think there's something really nice and intimate about that and just yeah about you know connecting with other people really that sense of belonging mm-hmm. so what is with this kind of technology that you've been working on and the AI what are some of the biggest things you've learned about users about technology over these the beginning of this company um for me, I personally would say, and this is from a tech perspective, that things take time. Like we have these grand visions and um, and we have a kick-ass tech team, uh, but things take time to develop and features to be released and, you know, to make sure that you're testing it and listening to customer feedback, um, getting that customer feedback in and then filtering that through to the tech team to make sure that it's the right business decision. I think all of that just has a, a a cycle, like a time cycle. So for me, it's learned, I've had to learn to be a little bit patient, right? Because I want everything done now. And like, sometimes I'm like, oh, I wish I could code and I could just do this. Um, so that's been one really, really big learning, I'd say for us. Um, yeah, and then I would add that, that from, the, from the data, I think, um, you know, building that data, like, so one of the things, I mentioned to you before is that we, you know, in the back end, we've had these user cohorts for a while, right? So we've take, we've kind of understood, and um, we've from that we've kind of form formulated these travel squads, and now we're ready to kind of take that to the level that we can actually start making that useful for the customer. So you know, it takes data takes a little bit of time to 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 um, make useful, right? Like it's it's not going to be immediately useful unless you have enough of it. So you have to have enough of it to make it useful, and so that's a little bit of a um, that's a little bit of a again a cycle. But uh, we're kind of at that point now, which is really good. Um, and yeah, uh, and then I think one I of think the other also things is just on, oh sorry, it's <laughs> <laughs> a bit of an echo. I was going to say that there's a there's a we've got you know a couple of different kinds of customers, and we've got. Um, We've got uh, Chinese customers, and then we've, we do have Western customers, and the, both of them behave slightly differently. And so we have to kind of make sure that what we're doing works for both parties, at, um, and that's, that takes a little bit of adjusting. Yeah, Absolutely. and just to add so, to that, that was a similar point ahead. that I had. But Oh, sorry. Uh, that was just a similar no. point that I had in that um, listening to, obviously, uh, all different types of customers' feedback but also being able to filter that and realize, you know, which feedback we need to take on board and then and, and which not as well. Yeah, absolutely. So can I use this system 
like on my next trip? Is it ready to go? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, you can. It's ready to go. You can download it. Um, if you so as Theresa mentioned, we're in 22 cities uh, at the moment, and that's mainly across the Asian Australian region. But this coming year, or this you know the rest of the year, we're actually expanding across um, Europe and the states. So, um, so you'll be able to use it loads of places. <laughs> I'm doing a little happy dance right now because this is so exciting. Um, what is the best way for people to, to download it? I mean, the best way to find out more information is it to go to uh, shezun.com, C-H-O-Z-U-N.com? Yes, chosen.com. Um, if you go to chosen.com, all the links to download are there and also um, information about our upcoming, um, uh, can I say that? Our upcoming ICO. Um, I don't know if I could say that, but so, but you can read you can yeah. read all the goals in terms of like the the cryptocurrency and where we're taking that, um, and also the loyalty yeah. program. Like we've got a, a pretty thorough um, link on there about our strategy and stuff. So yeah, everything can be found at chosen dot com. You can also sign up to our newsletter, and we send out some regular updates and like to keep everyone involved with what's happening. Fantastic, ladies! I am inspired by you, and I am very excited to use your service. Oh, thank awesome. you. And uh, thanks so much for today. You, of course. Thank you for joining me. This has been really wonderful, and I hope you have really safe travels and a smooth flight into Australia. <laughs> thanks. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry about the background noise, but um, we're a travel company, yeah. so we do these things in an airport. <laughs> <laughs> you are living. You are living your your whole your whole job. Well, That's thank exactly you so it. much. Yeah. And we'll talk to you Thank soon you. with an update. <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you. That was Bye. That was Zia Word and Treza Truda from Chosen.com. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for more Future Chat podcasts coming up. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s and the dot-com boom in the 1990s. From the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first in their covered wagons. They find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you.
You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, both to review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.